Greetings ladies and gentlemen. Today I'm happy to say that we continue our beloved biblical Bible book tour. Oh the beauty of faith and the deformity of doubt. So the book of Job informs us about spiritual drought. Dry spells, shallow statements being divulged in home heart and belief. Job advising every man how to handle joy and grief. Speaking to our spiritual bone, gospel insight to enrich. Bible poetry and drama presented passionately to scratch our God-need itch. Storming, raging, mocking, sarcastic, Job is pulled in so many ways he becomes a biblical gymnastic. Alienated, isolated, ruin and resentment, Job's under friendly fire, will he ever find contentment? Yes, Job is a very old book, but carries redemption message still new. So into this epic book we enter, to experience Job's Waterloo. Meeting the man of a blameless hour, Job comes into our view. He's God-fearing with integrity and reverence, always sincere and true. Much camel, oxen, donkey and sheep, his substance so great, his household not cheap. Greatest of all the men who lived in the East, he's the biblical bee's knees, faithful family priest. Three daughters, seven sons, sisters loving, brothers kind. They feast in their homes freely, happy family state of mind. Love and unity, luxury and carefree. A family that gets on well might sound like fiction to you and me. It's a rosy picture of sympathy and support, but Job's worried that his children had fallen short. So upon their behalf, he sacrificed for sin, burnt offerings in the mornings for all of his kin. Thus consecrated children with loving father priest, carried on in happy life owing knowing God's increase. From earthly home to high and heavenly scene, into the presence of the Lord we do now convene. God's holding court, Christ before heavenly host, when the Satan appears before the Lord, ready in scorn to boast. Some from heavenly perspective, the Lord inquires as if he didn't know. Where have you come from, Satan, to join my biblical show? I've been walking to and fro on earth, looking at human house of clay. I see no merit in man, from you they did sin and stray. To rebel Roman accuser, the Lord answers straight. Have you considered my servant Job? To him I relate. Does Job fear God for nothing? Accuser did reply. With your divine hedge around him, he's an untouchable wise guy. But lift your hedge and let me touch. It'll appear who he is. He will curse you to your holy face when I strike your substance of his. So the Lord sets the bounds and the challenge is approved. Out of Jesus' presence, Satan goes once more removed. So sympathy for the devil, we're not the rolling stones here. It's Jesus and him only, making man's sins disappear. So Satan is on a chain, did all the earthly desired. Robbers, fires and raiders, much misfortune the accuser inspired. With no time to recover, worse news to Job arrived. Great wind housed collapsed, all of your children now deprived. Ten offspring all dead, in wind-swept rubble. Job loses his pieces of himself, his tears fall on the double. He shaved his head, his clothes torn with grief. Falling to the floor, he worships the Lord God with no relief. Following Job's worship, we enter back in heavenly court. Before the Lord again, Satan comes fallen short. The Lord already knows the score, yet inquires of this tormentor. Where do you come from? Pray tell, explain your adventure. Reply the same came from rebellious angel. From earth walking in it, all I see is man shameful. Well, says the Lord, has have you considered my tried and true servant? I've seen all that happened to Job I'm observant. He's holding fast to integrity in reverence for me, despite all the dreadful loss from your third degree. 
Without cause, I, God, moved against him and allowed you to act, to show that I love man and humanity is heavenly backed. Despite what they feel and the trials that they face, man can always know I'm a God of loving, helping, embrace. So Satan is allowed by God to respond. Let me strike at Job in my physical pain-filled wand. Skin for skin, let me the Satan now start. I shall hurt his body, and he will from you, God, depart. Away from you, this man shall leave, and I shall rule him eternally with a sinful deal I do deceive. God grants permission second time to Job test, to show watching universe that his love is the best. So it's skin for skin, Satan, but you cannot take his life. I shall watch over you as you unleash sinful strife. It's back to Job, and the angry accuser gets to grinding. It seems that for man he loves misery finding. Smoked with sores, inflicted with infection, Job's body becomes his enemy, yet another rejection. Broken pottery, violent itching, both coming together. It's plain to see Job is much under the weather. His mind on fire, now his skin does the same. So Job sits in heaps of ashes, no end to his pain. On top of being torn to pieces, now wife tempts him to sin. Yet her foolish hot-headed words he takes on the chin. He's loaded down like a mule with rashes in ashes, but he remains unmoved wearing God-seeking glasses. Bad news travels fast, free friends travel faster. For Job they pity, disturbed by his disaster. Job's not himself, friends look, but don't see him. Instead they see a leper whose outlook is grim. Suffering servant they find from all good cut off. And for a fortnight they sit, free silent molotov. Because soon we will see the tongue can be aflame, especially when judging others, burning them with blame. Job finally breaks silence, drowning in despair. He curses the day he was conceived, life's a nightmare. Look inside broken heart, see anguish, turmoil, isolation. Better to have never lived than to face this holy damnation. Pain is a prison inside and out, old death would have been sweeter. The thing I feared has come unto me, afraid I do teeter. Suddenly cruel two cents thrown in by friend now provided. Punishment good for you, Job, by God be guided. Man is born unto trouble, as sparks fly up. Seek out the Lord now, you've become corrupt. Job's angry to burst, to this warp misshapen view. Your words are cold like the wind which cut me through. Second friend now joins and enters spiritual fray. Maybe Job you've become a hypocrite which led to your decay. But Job's not taking it lying down. In him there is no doubt. His relationship with the Lord God is real and he has hedged him in and out. But what troubles him now, that hedge has become a cell. He perceives God not. His holy presence he cannot tell. Job is weary of life, in bitterness of soul, but in fade last friend like a biblical troll. Abruptly belching out hot words, Job, what do you know about God's son? You say you have clean lips, but you're really undone. We know Job was innocent, cleaner than a bar of soap, yet to his friends he was the dirtiest thing, empty without God and hope. All miserable comforters, vexing Job's soul, many perplexing words we know love or damage control. To frenemies he says, just remember, I'm your equal. I'm ignoring your views, but of God, I demand a sequel. Look into Lord Redeemer, for he knows the Lord does live. Casting himself upon his mercy, wanting the intercession he alone can give. The unhelpful trio go but Job ten times each in turn. They continue to beat at their spiritual horse. About God they have much to learn. With no filter on his feelings, Job gives challenge unto the Lord. Why did you forsake me and pull the plug on my happiness cord? 
apologising for nothing, confessing the same. Job's out of harmony with everything, even the youth mocking with shame. Announcing he's not hidden transgression like Adam, nor covered iniquity in his part. His eyes have ever been in covenant, from God Job did never depart. Yet he feels he's God's target and the red dot is upon his chest. Terror is the ammo that's firing, wounds causing much unrest. Many days of suffering followed by nights of misery. His bowels now boil, hinting at eternal injury. With soul poured out, affliction aged him old. His sinews find no ease, sadness has a hold. Skin has turned dull, bones burn with heat. Finally throwing all cautions to the wind, Job demands with God to meet. Oh, that one would hear, that the Almighty would return. For my heart to God does plead, my thirst for him does yearn. For this last desperate plea ends with words of Job. At least he honestly expressed himself before he did implode. There's not long to wait until whirlwind reply, and the Lord communicates clearly from out of the sky. But the big guy's not answering Job's demand. He tells him to get ready, good loins command. The Lord God wants answers, he's not handing them out. So fallen fellow, prepare for your knowledge to sprout. Quid pro quo, but it's not Hannibal the cannibal here. But divine revelation, rhetorical questions for Job to listen and fear. For the fear of the Lord is the wonderful beginning of wisdom. Welcome frail man to God's public address system. Not designed to dazzle, but to show how small man is. Take this tour of God's cosmic creation, then answer a biblical pop quiz. So where were you when the earth's foundation were laid, or when I commanded proud waters to be stilled and stayed? Have you entered the springs of the sea and walked in search of its depth, or entered into the storehouses of the snow and witnessed its length and breadth? Has the rain a father who begot dops of drew? Out of whose wombs came ice? Do you have a clue? In divine humour, I'm laying it all out. Tell me what do you know about stars and space in their soaring route? You know the numbers and direction of my dominion. Have you counted the clouds? What's your opinion? So you've sent lightning and hurled fire rod, or done in your own power, or on your own tod. What about wildlife? Let's go to that next. Surely you know all animal things, no need to get vexed. From road seat to the lion and desert goat, wild donkey in free in their wanderings you do promote. So you gave a peacock their godly wings, or ostrich feathers to run around in rings. Humble horse you have given both courage and strength, to charge spear and shield you're on God's wavelength. The hawk flies by your wisdom, eagle built by you. You've designed those hunting eyes, tell me this is true. Through all of this, in the words you have said, you contend with the Almighty as if I had fled. Lecturing the Lord, reading the Redeemer riot acts. Answer me, earthbound man, these Christ-filled facts. It dawns on Job that he's not fit, utterly undeserving, of the almighty Lord God, his power and majesty observing. Not virtuous but vile, hand over his provoking pie hole. Job will add no more, his speak has been stole. Cloud his vehicle, the Lord verbalises again. Second half of my tour, get ready Job to explain. Do you ignore my just judgement, is God wrong and you right? Your arms always almighty, your voice like thunder smite. You deck yourself with majesty, exhibit glory and beauty. Teach human high and low, the humble and the snooty. Next I give these symbols not to threaten but to educate. Emblems of strength, man's pride frustrate. 
Behold the behemoth, can you wrestle him to the ground? The Leviathan, if your last challenge, its power unbound. Open the doors of its face and meet sharp swords for teeth, or take on its knives for claws as you tackle underneath. These beasts of chaos cannot be conquered by human hands, much less can you handle me, the Lord God, and my almighty plans. So God as has pressed, his almighty power is revealed. Job is face to face with Christ, his salvation in his shield. Job judges himself, knows he's not soundly spoken, repents in dust and ashes, to God a surrender token. False friends next rebuke, earning divine distaste. Job intercedes in prayer, forgiveness for the free red faced. Job's latter end is blessed more than his start, he died full of days with a faith filled heart. The next time we meet like this is the book of Psalms for me and you. But before we leave Job behind, let's rewind and review. When we read from the book of Job, every line is like a spiritual sip. It's a cleverly mixed cocktail of nourishing content, with no restraint or censorship. Truly a sensational saga, chock-a-block with layers of discovery. Covering Job's sudden decline, bitter trouble and redemptive recovery. Into spiritual struggle, we are given backstage reception, prideful Lucifer lurking, falsehood and deception. Rebellious Roma running throughout God's earth, trying to make man forget his eternal worth. Desiring humanity to turn its back on the Lord, to not value God's grace, free for forgiveness ignored. Placing the blame on God for every evil and emergency, but the Bible knows better and recommends Jesus in all urgency. From the comfort of our sofa, Job reveals life's gloom and glory. At the top of it lungs, it cries out, learn redemption story. Yes, Job is softly speaking the language of the soul, announcing that a relationship with Jesus will make you whole. The information that this book gives you, take it as gospel. Job is in all of us, and self must topple. If forgiveness was a currency, Jesus is splashing the cash. The saviour is a seatbelt against sin's whiplash. So reason revealed for this biblical book, in both good and bad, to Jesus look. Be like Job, be yourself, be true. But most of all, get to know God through and through. The best way for this is Jesus, God's word made flesh. He does thirsty hearts quench, fill and refresh. So will you draw close to Jesus for Nazarene? Because for you, your company, he is really keen. The answer to this question, I have no clue. I guess I will leave that. Up to you.